Hey guys, thanks for joining into the latest episode of the Onside podcast. I visited the Global Institute of Sports Business and sat down with Neil Shah, who's the head of sports education and new business at India on Track, a leading India sports agency. Neil is also the program director at GISP and we speak about his beginnings from falling in love with football in California, his role at IOT and his take on the sports ecosystem in India. He also gives us a sneak peek into GISP and the various roles and the program itself. Hope you guys find this cool. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into IOT and Yes, uh, it starts quite a many years ago. Okay, uh, it actually starts in California. I grew up there, uh, hence the very strong American accent. <laughs> and um, I always loved playing different sports. As you know, in, in the U.S., it's quite organized at the youth level. Um, so I played a lot of soccer, basketball, baseball, and so on. I always loved soccer, uh, and I'll eventually turn into football when I come over here to talk <laughs> about my Indian time. But you know, it's a sport that had given me a lot of impact, um, uh, connecting the country that I was living in, and also just just fun. And there was a time when I was 16 years old that I realized that I wanted, if I'm not going to be a professional player, then I might as well be in the business of the sport that I love. That's given me so much. So I was clear that then I would follow my heart and uh, eventually end up in a, in a football-focused organization. So ended up working with Major League Soccer. Um, started in 2002 in New York City at the league office. And by 2007, I became the director of the, oh, nice. the league. And it was incredible because it was early days of the league. And I was able to see the constructs of the, the start of what's co- coming out to be one of the more uh, professional and well-managed leagues in the world, in, in my opinion, and uh, I got to see how the executives were doing that and how we got impacted as well. And in 2009, I felt that um, I wanted to follow another dream, which was to move to India and be part of the growth of the professionalization of the football over here. Yeah. Um, I had spent a little bit of time in India on personal trips and realized that there's a lot of passion for football yeah. and a lot of interest to see it grow back in those days of 2007, 2008, yet that professional ecosystem was missing and each aspect of the ecosystem was missing. So ultimately I took the road less traveled, moved to India, worked in various roles in professional football, ran a professional club, and eventually joined IOT because I like what the company is doing across all sports, really trying to bring in systems and processes and proper guidance and advisory to all aspects of the sports ecosystem. And they also believe in sports management education, something that I'm very passionate about. And I had the opportunity to now be head of new business for IoT, but also set up where we're sitting in now is the Global Institute of Sports Business, a full-fledged uh, industry design sports management institute. Okay, cool. And then what do you think when you came to India, what was one of the major, I would say, two or three things you saw, like the flaws or the challenges you saw? That Yeah, that was one of the... It was, it was, Something I, I knew coming into it, it was going to be challenging, and no one um, hid that fact. I knew there was a lot of potential, but there were going to be challenges. I would say that the first challenge that I saw was that um, because of the quick success of the IPO um, and just cricket's growth over the last you know couple decades, there's an expectation that other sports will grow in the same velocity. And what that means is that anybody who's investing from the grassroots all the way to the professional league was assuming that that investment would lead to quick returns, uh, especially financially or in terms of the growth. And um, what 
that's a challenge because when somebody's investing and they don't see the kind of mm. they don't reach their uh, they don't see the returns as in meeting their expectations, they back out. And it's mm. almost worse than them. Uh, if they didn't invest in the first place, it almost would have been better because yeah. then they've only they've only lost money. They become also discouraged around the sports yeah. growth yeah. as well. So it's, uh, I spend a lot of time spending with stakeholders or people who were thinking of investing in football at the time and helping them understand that, look, we need to build out a proper five or 10 year business plan that is not just based on financial returns, also based on impact and growth, evaluation, other things as well. So that would be one. Two is that, um, I mean, just generally, I would say that there was a lot of baggage. Um, you know, and I'm talking specifically on football because I spent so much time in the early years on football. You know, many people who are very passionate about the sport have tried to do a lot for it. People who are running clubs, people who are running academies, people who are on the business side. And when you go to talk to them, these are supposedly the experts because they've been invested in the sport for so long. But they've been discouraged. They, they, there's a lot of negativity. And, and I understand it because imagine spending 20 to 30, 40 years of your life trying to grow something. A lot of your own money, a lot of time away from family or whatever it might be. But not seeing that the ecosystem or anything else is supporting it, you eventually start to get a bit disgruntled. And so a lot of people I was originally speaking with were not necessarily the most positive about the sport. And then the new people who were just coming in, they were very optimistic, but they had no substance because they didn't have the experience that these individuals had. So it was hard to find people who had both experience and knowledge of what's actually happening in the Indian football landscape, at the same time remaining optimistic and positive. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I think from a consumer's perspective, especially when the ISL came out and you had also, there was also a futsal league that had come out. I think one of the things I saw which they didn't do well was blood a lot of Indian based people. So even right now, if you look at the, uh, right now, if you look at the ISL or the ISL, there are a lot of really good Indian players who are playing regularly and who are at the front of, I would say, the marketing side of it. Yeah. which was not so much when it initially started. So I felt that, okay, I would see Ronaldinho and all these great players and Elka come, but then they would just go away. Because for them, for a foreign player at that age, he's just looking to, you know, get some kind of lucrative deal and then he'll go to the next thing. It's not sustainable. So I thought that's where I, I thought, what, what to add to your point, where, you, where initially it picked up, but then it just dropped off. And I think that's piggybacking on the ISL thing. But yeah, I think now it's... It's, it's turned a little bit because now yeah. we've seen a lot of, you know, interest. Like, I, I I don't know, like, there are players who are playing for, you know, not even playing for the Indian team, but playing for, like, Kerala and stuff like that. And they have millions of followers on Instagram, you know. So now I'm just seeing, like, this social media craze around Indian players. I think that's very important because that's obviously going to be sustainable because these guys are from our country and stuff like that. So that's good. So uh, could you give a little bit more, uh, you know, elaboration on your role in IoT especially you said you are doing new business so what are the verticals in you know you are looking or you're seeing as potential India Jack has started you know it started as a as a sports development company in a lot of ways where we had the Arsenal soccer schools and then eventually uh, the NBA basketball schools and now the League of football schools and Prakash Bharat it was all about taking these high profile, uh, also highly committed sports brands and sports leagues and sports properties into schools and communities all over the country, providing uh, low cost and uh, also quality coaching. Mm-hmm. Really, that's what we needed, and we still need that um, in all aspects of you know, all parts of the country. However, when you're working so extensively on ground uh, and building up these properties, working with parents, working with kids, working with coaches, but also working with international 
players like like the Arsenal's of La Liga or MLB, you start to learn a lot about the industry. You yeah. learn about what consumers are thinking about. You learn about what international brands are looking at when they're coming to the country. And just being around, you, you pick up a lot of information. And so it's not surprising that we became consultants as well. Um, when La Liga was looking to set up an office here, uh, they looked at IoT as a, as a, a, a company that can help them. And so. We became their agency to support La Liga in setting up and running their offices here in India. And many other projects have come through. So that's another vertical. Sponsorship is always out there. So when you build a good relationship with a property or you're representing them as a consultant, you're always looking for commercial deals for them. So we've taken that on as another vertical. Um, an interesting one with digital marketing, okay. um, but actually not that surprising because as all of these foreign brands, whether it's a Roland Garros or whether it's a Bruce Dortmund or a City or Manchester City, when they look at India, of course they want to have an on-ground connect. But one of the most effective ways to do that is through the digital, creating a digital uh, community uh, and a digital footprint. And while we weren't established as a digital marketing agency, we had a very strong connect with the football and sports community community here in India. Yeah. So then we. You know, got the resources to create a digital marketing team as well, and now we do a lot of great digital work for a number of the, the larger sports uh, organizations in the world. And when you're any sports management company, you can't get away from events. You always events are part of sport; yeah. it's the nature yeah. of sport. So we have done incredible events with uh, the Toyota Yaris La Liga Worldwide event uh, tournament that took place in Kochi uh, in July of 2018. We had Melbourne City FC. We had Girona from La Liga. And we had uh, Carolyn Blasters play at the team, team tournament. Our team completely conceptualized and ran that. We do a lot of work for Star Sports, Adidas, and so on. Um, so these are some of the key verticals. The final vertical, which, so my role in all of this is I'm a, a key person in helping drive new business. We have an amazing um, executive team that is always looking at new business opportunities. It just helps that I have a global network um, that I can activate and help kind of connect with to, to, to sell the indie opportunity to them and try to bring in new business. Most of my time is spent on uh, running and uh, building up global institute of sports business. So that's our sixth vertical mm. is sports education. Yeah. We hire a lot of young people who work in India on track. We've grown exponentially over the years. And one of the things we've understood is that while there's a lot of people who dream to work in sports in India, it's hard to find good people. Yeah. Um, people who are both passionate about sport and have business management acumen and have enough awareness about the industry to be able to be effective right off the bat. And we decided that rather than completely be dependent on people who are doing sports management programs in India or abroad, we decided to create our own and make sure that every one of our students is industry ready by the time they come out. So we can slot them into one of our companies or ensure that they get jobs in other parts of the sports industry. So we have more professionals out there. That's nice. So, where I would like to also agree with you is on the event side. So, actually, the idea for me to have a better fan experience or a sport experience was after I went for a Champions League event, um, and there there was FICO and they were, they had these interactive games. You could you know take pictures of the trophy, and it was it was a really nice experience. But it was at such a small scale, like there was only thirty people, and I was just like, what if there were? So there was a guy who was a FICO fan for like twenty years. You know, he came, old man, white beard, and he was right at the front and there was nothing else that he was seeing, right? So for him, it was just like an opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm just like, with that small thing also, I could see that, okay, if, if this becomes much bigger, 
it can do so well both from a business perspective as well um so yeah because the only thing i feel one of the main issues is like you're saying education um this is something that indians do in particular which i have seen is we kind of jump to the next level without going through a proper linear phase for example um if you just look at the fans right now there's a lot of fan communities in india right now who are being set up to kind of be pundits okay but being a community abroad especially in the uk it's more than more than just you know being a fan who has a voice it's about getting the community together doing things to help the community like i know bondly i've read a lot about bondly bondly does a lot of work for the community right people just think that bondly is a is a team that plays long balls and they are physical players and all but that's not what the club is you know the club has values and that goes to the community important yeah, actually no, you're right about this also there is a big difference between a franchise and a club and i think you have to remember that these clubs in england or other parts of europe or parts of south america these the clubs they were established well before the leagues existed or a premier league existed or any of the leagues that were on top of it to help commercialize and market and build it up so they were community based organizations they ran and survived by individuals in the community and for the community and it was and then a league was put on top to help build it here we have franchises so completely fine to have franchises when you're building something new it's just a matter of in order for those franchises to have a strong base many 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 years of genuine uh, community engagement needs to take place yeah. with no interest to commercialize that or monetize it immediately but with every interest to build a genuine emotional connect with the people in the community and that takes time and we yeah. learned that at major league soccer we've learned that at various organizations that have been here going to with here and it's 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 patience and strategy and it's actually just genuinely caring about the people that uh, are your potential supporters or your existing supporters and how strong is the team right now and how many centers do you all have we have about 75 80 uh, training programs taking place around the country we have offices in delhi uh, an office here in mumbai we have uh, smaller setups in bangalore in uh, pune and uh, your representation in kolkata as well um, so it's it's a team that's not just it's growing extensively over the last few years and will keep growing as our clients and projects continue to expand and uh, could you give some idea on you know just the broad roles that someone can expect you know coming out of gisp is it majorly business development or strategy what kind of roles can someone expect it's all across the board I mean, okay. the, the sports industry is is growing up very rapidly in india now i mean I've, the 10 years i've been here i've seen especially the last few years i've seen so much of change in terms of the kind of companies that have gotten involved in sports and also the kind of roles that, that exist in the country. So now, when I look at a GISB student, one of the first things we do with our students is try to understand what is their passion, what is their purpose, what are their strengths. And, and then we do a lot of industry mapping so they can understand all the different uh, positions in the industry and all the different organizations in the industry as well and what kind of work they do and how they all interact. So what's very critical for me is that anybody who's got clear about who they are and where they want to go they start walking in that direction and and we start guiding them over there so the kind of positions uh even within india track they could be working for major league baseball and helping to build major league baseball's uh, in school training programs and workshops they could be working with la liga football schools and doing business development work for la liga football schools they could be working as part of our consulting team and helping the likes of Apollo Tire or Premier League or La Liga um, expand their footprint here in this country. 
So they, they, they can be part of our digital marketing team as well, if that's what they're more inclined with. Then you have positions outside of IoT. These positions could be in esports. There's many, many positions come up in esports. They can be positions we have students working for 21st century media doing sponsorship for BCCI and double nutted primarily. We have a student who's doing sponsorship with JSW or sorry, yeah, with JSW Sports. So he's doing client servicing and sponsorship for Bangalore FC and yes. other JSW Sports properties. We have somebody working with Chennai FC. Um, he's doing event operations as well as sponsorship. And he's also working with the Ultimate Table Tennis League as well. Our current batch of students are looking at positions with everything from Reliant Sports, Youth Sports. Um, they're looking at positions in even abroad. Oh, we have some a relationship with SDA Bar in, in yeah. sorry in Spain. And the CEO will be speaking to our students on Friday. And we'd be looking to have potentially one student go over to Spain and spend some time uh, working with them over there. I think he has a big yeah, market for them. So it, it's really uh, whatever you're inclined to do, whether it's technology, it's uh, analytics, uh, it's gaming, it's operations, it's sponsorships, it's broadcast, it's production, it's uh, even talent. There's always there's something out there. There's many companies involved in it. It's just a matter of finding the right one and aligning yourself towards it. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you all also invest or look to invest in startup? Because there was something I saw on the website. We do. Um, so we're. we're the, while we are a startup, even though it's been many years, as Indian Track has definitely gone beyond the startup space, um, we are all about supporting young entrepreneurs uh, who are looking to contribute to the sports industry. So we we do uh, regularly meet with uh, investors, that's right, in companies who are looking to build something out or have already built something out, and looking for not just money but also looking for access to network. Mm. We built a very solid network with. Um, Within the Untrack and DISP. We've also have so many, these are all these training programs and all yep. the different work we're doing. Say you've created a performance analysis software that's targeting youth, and now you want to test it out at La Liga football schools or you want to test it out at the NBA basketball schools. Yep. We provide a platform to test it out in different parts of the country, and um, which is a big win for some of these companies who would love to get a testimonial from somebody at the NBA or Major League Baseball. So, definitely open to investing. Definitely open to helping people build their network and definitely open to helping people test out their products and services in some of our programs. So I'd just like to end with some rapid fire questions. Yeah. So who's your favorite sports person? Favorite sports person is Stephen Curry. And then your favorite sporting moment, like something that you'll always remember. So favorite sporting moment, the one of my I, I support Liverpool FC, but actually my favorite sport, uh, sports team is the US, US national soccer team. Um, and there was a, a match in the World Cup where Ben McGuffin um, needed, basically the US scored uh, the second goal against Mexico um, in the 2002 World Cup. And he scored off a header and it was something that I'll never forget because the US had beat Mexico in a knockout oh, match. Yeah, that's a that was when I also, I was 22 years old and I knew that, that Soccer is going to grow extensively. We had just qualified for the quarterfinal, and it was a massive, massive moment for everyone involved in the sport in America. And uh, is there a favorite book that you would recommend someone to read, whether it's in sports or something? It's called Shoe Dog. You've oh, yeah. heard of it. It's, it's one of my favorite books. Definitely one of my favorite um, uh, just motivators. Whenever I share with our students, I, just, I tell every student to read this because it makes you realize that Nike didn't become Nike overnight. It took a lot of hustle for it to be able to get to that where they are right now. Correct. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot, Neil. Thanks a lot, Oscar. Thank Appreciate it.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll be adding a cool section where we'll get fans to come on and speak about their favorite club soon. So stay tuned. Uh, in the meantime, please make sure you subscribe. We're on all your major podcast platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, or Spotify, and share this with any of your friends who might be a sports lover. Thanks.